Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, a real estate investment program. Listen and learn how to use real estate to build wealth and passive income streams for you and your family. We bring you experts every day to discuss and answer your questions on everything from single-family homes all the way up to 600-plus unit apartment complexes. And now, the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we are working on your financial freedom. On today's show, I want to focus on financing. I want to talk about how we finance our properties as investors. And you're going to want to listen. I've got some good news and I've got some bad news, especially if you're thinking about doing a refinance. I'm going to introduce you to the FHFA here in just a second, tell you who that is, another acronym for you, and talk about some of the things they have uh, mandated. <laughs> Again, um, some good news and, and, and some bad news as, as well on that front. So, so, so stay tuned. Um, and just to harken back to last week's show, you know, we talked extensively about fear, right? Fear holds a lot of people back from doing a lot of things and it holds people back from getting started as investors in various ways, right? We, we talked about some of the things that, that concern people, right? When they're just thinking about getting started. And I've talked to a lot of people over the years. They know what we do, my wife and I, and, and they ask questions, lots of questions, you know. This might be new folks that we're meeting at Lifestyles or just out and about, right? Friends, family, that sort of thing. And one of the things that I mentioned that holds people back are money fears, right? They're, they're you know, the fear that you, you, you just don't have enough money or capital to, to, to get started, right? To get into the real estate game. And in, I'll tell you, in most cases, it's, it's an unfounded fear, right? So I want to shine a light on, on financing for this reason. Uh, you're making assumptions and, and guesswork and, and not really um, approaching this from a, perhaps an educated standpoint, let's say, or, or maybe, maybe not properly informed. Let's, let's put it that way as far as the process that we use, at least anyhow, at uh, Lifestyles Unlimited. You know, it depends on the model. Right. It depends on the model that you're you're following. If you're that cash investor, you think you want to be that all cash investor. Well, it's going to take more capital, isn't it? But that's not what we do. OK. And please don't get me wrong. What I'm what I'm not talking about here today is no cash deals. Right. It's not a what we do is not a, a something for nothing uh, uh, transaction. Right. You, you do have to have some capital. Right. You do have to have some capital to. Uh, get into to rental real estate. Um, but again, I, you know, I'll describe a couple of approaches you can take. And I think you'll see that it isn't necessarily as much as maybe you thought, 
right? So we'll dispel that uh, fear. And now I want to get into this, uh, this, this new acronym, if you haven't heard this one before, the FHFA, um, and tell you what's going on here. So we, that, that stands for the Federal Housing Finance Agency. Okay, not familiar? Done, done ring a bell, right? It's relatively new. Um, as as far as government uh, agencies go, uh, it was formed uh, again pr- pretty recently, back in two thousand eight, as as part of the the Housing and Economic Recovery Act signed by, you know, back then signed by President Bush, and among other things, what this Federal Housing Financing Agency or Finance Agency FHFA, what they do is they regulate. Uh, kind of steer, I suppose, uh, Fannie Mae, right? That's the Federal National Mortgage Association and Freddie Mac. And and that's just an abbreviation, you know, jargon for the Federal Home Loan Mortgage Corporation. So both of those entities, it's important to understand who they are. Um, those two entities, they insure loans basically uh, on single family mortgages. And that's important for you. And that's important for me because what they're doing, aside from insuring them, they also buy them repackage them as, uh, you know, mortgage-backed security, so a collection of mortgages, basically, that they then sell on to investors. And, and this is good for us, right? It keeps it keeps liquidity in the market, right? This this process and, and then that liquidity, as well as that insurance side of things, it, it helps keep interest rates low when it comes to conventional mortgages, and we're going to talk about those today. And, and again, this is the stuff when I refer to cheap money, I'm talking about Fannie Mae, I'm talking about Freddie Mac, I typically personally just call it, <laughs> group them both under the Fannie Mae headline, but they are a little bit different. Um, so we're going to focus on them as regards single family financing, but just be aware that both Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac also offer uh, you know, what is known in the, the multifamily world as agency debt right, for, for apartment buyers. And now Freddie Mac tends to work with the, you know, smaller deals under a certain loan balance uh, or newer investors, whereas Fannie Mae tends to work on the bigger stuff, uh, more experienced investors, and they're the ones that are offering great rates. Um, I was just astounded on a recent multifamily road trip that I went to when I heard rates in the threes, I mean, on, on debt, on apartments. It's, uh, it's phenomenal. So a good time, really good time to be a, a real estate investor. Now, here's the thing with the FHFA. Again, that's the Federal Housing Finance Agency. Back in 2008, when this beast was brought about, what they did as a response to the housing issue is they brought Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Fannie Mae was private at the time. Freddie Mac was also out on the, on the, you know, on the exchange as well. The FHFA brought both of them under their conservatorship, it's called, meaning they basically said, you are now part of our organization, essentially, we're going to tell you what to do. This happened back on September 7th, uh, 2008. And they did this in order to then give your money, and my money, taxpayers money funds um, to these organizations to bail them out because they're getting hard hit, right? They are getting hard hit. So right now, what that means is that the FHFA is calling the shots. Okay, they're telling Fannie Mae, and they're telling Freddie Mac basically what to do, okay? And that's important, right? That's important for you and me. We've, we've already talked uh, at length about the, the CARES Act. Uh, many, you know, shows and shows ago when this whole pandemic came down the pike, and we know that as part of the CARES Act, for example, that an eviction uh, moratorium was put into place as well as a foreclosure moratorium. Now, that all expired uh, towards, I believe, towards the end of June. But the FHFA then said, you know what? We're going to use our power 
Now, I didn't vote them into existence. I know you didn't either, but they're taking that authority. They're kind of doing a little bit of, in my mind, government overreach, and they're extending. And they did extend uh, both that foreclosure and that eviction moratorium. Now, the interesting thing is that when they extended the eviction moratorium, they extended it for single-family investors or single-family homes that have loans that are backed by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. They didn't do it for multifamily. A little bit inconsistent there. I, I don't get the logic, you know, but I do have good news for you as regards that action. We'll talk about that when we come back. We're about to head into a break. I'll give you the number when we come back if you have any questions as well. So this is Andy Webb. You're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Stay tuned. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Austin's Talk 1370. We're back with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. We're here to answer your questions and help you become financially free. Welcome back to the show. This is Andy Webb. And today on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, we're talking about financing. And I was just giving you a little bit of background on the Federal Housing Finance Agency. I think it's important to understand what that entity is. I mean, it's a relatively new uh, animal, just came about in 2008 uh, in response to our then uh, housing crisis. And uh, they've been a little bit freewheeling lately with their authority uh, when it comes to coronavirus and, and their reaction to uh, the pandemic and expectations, I would say. I was just mentioning ahead of the break, you know, the CARES Act put into place a, an eviction moratorium, both on single family and, and multifamily for a period of time for mortgages, properties that have loans that are actually backed by those two entities that we talked about, uh, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Well, at some point, those expired. For multifamily, well, the FHFA, the Federal Housing Finance Agency, came around and said, "Well, well, we're gonna we're gonna extend that for single-family houses. Why single-family and not multifamily? I, I don't get the logic. I don't know what's going on in their heads, um, but that was the the decision. And I think that's a little bit of government overreach that we're seeing right there. This is not an elected body. This is not an elected authority <clears throat> that's uh, acting right there. <clears throat> Pardon me, but um, the the good news is that." extension is set to expire 
uh, tomorrow. Now, I believe there is now another extension in some form or fashion. Um, I'll dive into the details a little bit later, but uh, for now, uh, I run with that. Do Whatever you're doing out, where, wherever you're based, you're obviously going to want to get, if you have to go through an eviction, look at your local legis- uh, local legislation, your municipality, your, your county, uh, your state, your city, right? Because they have, in, in a lot of cases, we've got this this crazy mosaic of of government uh, rulings on whether or not we can evict, what sort of notice, and, and so on. So it's it's going to be varied. So you're going to have to do some digging there. But here's the good news and here's the bad news as it relates for single-family investors, specifically for uh, those that are getting ready to do a refinance. And I'm getting ready to do a refinance, a cash-out refi, and I heard the bad news first of all. The bad news is that the FHFA, uh, again, just for single-family investors, it's it's pushing out what they're calling an adverse market refinance fee, okay? Adverse market refinance fee. Basically, they're expecting a wave of foreclosures, and they want to fund um, the insurance losses that they're going to have through Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. So the FHFA is requiring that these two um, government-sponsored entities uh, add this fee or push this fee out then to the lenders that are actually originating the loan. Um, and that pushes through to you and me if we're doing refis, okay? It's it's 50 basis points, which means half a percent, right? As an additional uh, orig- origination fee when you go to close uh, that refi. So for example, if you're, let's say you're refinancing a property at $140,000, right, is your loan amount, uh, you're gonna incur an additional $700 in fees, right? If you're a home buyer uh, or a homeowner and you're refining, you've got a lot of equity in your personal house, Right, we encourage you at Lifestyles Unlimited. If, you've, if you're sitting on that that treasure chest right there, it's good to pull that money out and use that to get into rental, uh, into the rental space, whether single family or multifamily. Um, you would incur that as well at this point. So if if you've got typically when we're investing, we're investing in in houses that are maybe between 100 and 200 k in value. So our loan amount's going to be lower. That 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 fee is going to be somewhere in that 500 to maybe a thousand dollar range, perhaps. Um, if you're doing a refi on your personal house. It's going to hit you a lot harder if you're living in a higher end, higher dollar house. But that's the bad news. And that was set to implement uh, September 1st, which is here in just a couple of days. The good news, the good news is there was a ton of pushback from lenders, from investors, just a wide swath of organizations and people. And if you think about it, this action on part of the FHFA flies 100% in the face of what President Trump just ordered through his very recent executive order. One of those uh, provisions said, hey, agencies, you go out there and you see what you can do to help the people. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> putting a penalty on me pulling cash out of my property because maybe I need it, right? Maybe I want to get into the rental game, but maybe I need that money right now because I'm struggling because I've had a job loss or a pay cut. This flies 100% in the face of that executive order. So what is the good news? Well, the the bad news, it's still coming. (laughs) Okay, unfortunately, the good news is that it's now been pushed back to December 1st. It's no longer taking effect as of September 1. So if you have a loan in the pipeline, if you hadn't locked your rate, you are going to get levied this extra uh, half a percent uh, at closing as of September 1. If you close, say, on September 5th, well, this is now being pushed back. So if you've been thinking about getting into a cash-out refi, whether you need the money, right, to stay afloat right now during the pandemic, or if you're wanting to take that money out of your rental property and invest in two or three or four more, get it done now. Go ahead and save that money. I mean, it's not it's not a ton, 700000 bucks, but I'd rather have that in my pocket. Okay. 
So again, what does this mean for you? The good news is they've extended that, uh, the provision of that uh, that that fee till December 1st of this year, 2020. So get get those refinances done now and, and save some cash. Okay, now talking about financing, let's now shift gears. And, and hey, let me give you the number. If you've got any questions, the number here in the studio, it's 855-497-4335. Again, we're talking financing. If you've got a question, it's 855-497-4335 or send me an email to askandy at luinc.com. I've got that open in front of me. I check those throughout the show. That's askandy at luinc. Dot com. So there are different ways to to get into rental property. I'm going to focus on houses initially here. And the the, the one that most people are familiar with and, and the one that most people think of when they think of buying a house is just going that what I call straight conventional route. And, and this is where some of those money fears come into play because you make certain assumptions based on what you know, right? And, and why do you make these assumptions? This is well, it's probably what you did when you bought your house, right? Traditionally, people go in and they put 20% down, right? Some people may go different routes, right? If you're going with the Fannie Mae route, you put in the 20% down. Why do you do 20%? Well, that, that, that avoids the whole private mortgage insurance. If you put less down, you're going to have an extra monthly charge on your, on your payment, which is uh, private mortgage insurance uh, of some amount. Talk to your lender, find out what that's going to be. If you say decide to go, keep, keep some of your money in your pocket, do 10% down, for example. Um, but uh, what happens is people sit there, they think about how they bought their house, they think about the fact that they put 20% down, and you assume that you have to do the same thing when buying a rental property, and that's that's just not true. Um, sometimes, I, you know, a buddy of mine just closed on a deal uh, here in the area uh, across town in Fort Worth, and uh, he did 15% down, right? It was a newer house, didn't need any work, um, it was rent ready, right? Uh, his first deal, you know, I talked to him a lot about, hey, hard money, you know, get in, you know, you want to buy these fixer uppers because you're going to get a ton of equity. You're, you're going to have less cash in the deal. But he was a little bit nervous about that. I get that. So he said, I, I want to I want to do this deal. I want to find a good rent ready house. And he did got into it for about 20K, 28K out of pocket due to the 15 percent down, just a marginal little bit of make ready, right, to get it rent ready, got it rented in no time. Right. Built in 2008. So nothing, nothing wrong with the house. He's going to have uh, easy sailing for a good long period of time. So for him, that was the right choice going, you know, straight conventional using that 15% down, maybe it's 20% down, maybe it's 25% down, the amount you have to put down as an investor is going to depend on a, a number of things It's going to depend on your lender, it's going to depend on the number of mortgages that you already have in place, right. Um, and as I said, if you do anything below 20%, when you're buying straight conventional like that, uh, it's going to trigger that private mortgage insurance. So be sure to take that into account if you're going in at 15% or lower when you're doing your cash flow calculation. So I hear the music kicking on. We're going to wrap up straight conventional and get into that scary topic of hard money when we return with the show. Stay tuned. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Austin's Talk 1370. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Now, let's get back to your map to financial freedom. 
Welcome back to the show. This is Andy Webb, and today we are talking about all things financing when it comes to rental property houses, uh, even apartments, right? We finance both. And uh, in both cases, we're typically tapping into what I call the cheap money, which is the the debt that is insured in terms of in case in the case of single family or even offered in the case of multifamily by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. And as I mentioned in the earlier segments, those are both now uh, under the uh, stewardship of the Federal Housing Finance Agency, and they have pushed through a, a, a fee, an adverse uh, or what's it called here? The adverse market refinance fee. If you're going to refinance a single family house, um, to help them recoup, I guess, projected losses for coming, uh, foreclosures, right? The foreclosures, there's, those have been put, put on hold, but I guess they're anticipating some, some movement in the market soon, which by the way, if you're thinking about getting into real estate investing, that should tell you something right there, shouldn't it? Get ready. If there's going to be a flood of, of foreclosures hitting the market, you want to be ready to snap those up. And and one of the things you need to have in your toolbox, obviously, is 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 the knowledge, the the education around how to finance those things, right? How to pick those things up. And we're going to wrap up our conversation talking about uh, getting into property, just going the straight conventional route, which is perfectly fine. <clears throat> Excuse me. And and then we're going to talk about getting in using a, a very very good tool called hard money. Uh, a lot of people shy away from that. They're scared of that, but there's really no reason to have fear uh, when it comes to that. But uh, as far as straight conventional goes, when would you use that, right? First of all, you got to have time because you're running through the full underwriting process. Um, again, typically you're going to be getting a loan that is conforming, right? This is what it's called, conforming to the Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac lending requirements. They may be slightly different in terms of reserve requirements and that sort of thing. Um, but you gotta have a little bit of time, 30 days, 45, it, it depends on your lender. It depends on if you're working with a mortgage broker who's gonna be shopping that loan. They're typically gonna find the better rates for you because they're, they're, they're going to the open market. Or you may be working with uh, a, a mortgage banker who's actually funding, right? They're funding that loan themselves and they may then sell that onward. They may keep it in their portfolio. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll typically be able to move a little bit faster. So if, if you need a little more speed, look for that mortgage banker. If you have a little bit more time, you know, you might look at that mortgage broker, try to find that better rate. And when else might you use the, the, the conventional approach is when, when the property's rent ready, right? Just like my buddy that picked up his very first rental house uh, over in Fort Worth, and it was rent ready. In fact, there, there wasn't the spread there to support doing two closes. When we buy with hard money, I'll talk a little bit about the process that you do have two closes, and that's going to add a little bit of cost. Despite that, we're still coming in lower out of pocket when we do the hard money process. But um, if it is rent ready, there's not really the spread there. Well, you're just going to purchase, right? Right with the, the down payment, do whatever make ready you need to do to get it going and get it leased, right? Uh, actually, we we have a lot. I, I was looking through the the emails I get from the Lifestyles Realty team. I get those here in Dallas-Fort Worth. I get those in, in our South Texas market. I get those in our uh, Central Texas market. We're always shopping. And <clears throat> I would say most of those are going to be deals that fall under the hard money process. But there are some that go, that, that the realty team will tell me right, right in the email, is this a hard money deal or is this a, a straight conventional deal? And that informs my decision, right? Uh, where am I at in terms of my ability to do that lower down payment versus do I have to do a higher one due to my, my mortgage count, right? The number of mortgages I already have, that sort of thing. And, and that will inform my decision. But most of the ones that I see coming down the pike are, are typically hard money driven, I guess, deals. And 
those that are straight conventional, well, it may be like my buddy, he picked up the deal just on the market, right? He worked with a, with a realtor, got into the deal. It was it was a, a house that was listed in the, the multiple listing service, made an offer, got the deal, right? Got it a little bit under under value too. So he, he did build in a little bit of equity there. Um, but what I also see is a lot of members that have co gone down the path of buying houses, they're getting ready at Lifestyles Unlimited to, to now shift into apartments and, and they want to sell their properties. Sometimes they'll go and they'll list those on the open market, right? Try to find maybe an owner occupant, get a little bit higher price. They might have to do some fixing up to get it ready for that, right? Or they may just move those on to another member. Um, that's one of the things I like about this ecosystem is I see a lot of people that are picking up good deals on houses from other members that are now moving on to that multifamily space. And typically in this case, then you're doing that straight conventional as well, because of course, we follow the motto at Lifestyles Unlimited, best product, best price. So that member, when they went in and initially picked up that house, they fixed it, right? They fixed everything. They made it shine, got got a good, good, good people in there. The people may even still be in there. You may be picking up that house with a resident in place, which means cash flow from day one. You don't have to do anything. Um, but that's another case where you would then use uh, straight conventional. And an important side note that I want you to always remember when you are buying houses and putting on the, the long-term cheap money debt, the 30-year uh, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac financing, remember that you can do up to 10 mortgages with those with those entities. So 10 Fannie Mae and or Freddie Mac uh, backed loans, mortgages in general. Okay, let's say you've got a mortgage on your personal house that you finance some other way, um, that counts in that, in that count of 10 slots. So keep that in mind as well. And also remember, aside from doing the 10 in your name, if you're married, if you have a spouse, a significant other, whatever, they can do 10 of their own. So you can really maximize, really leverage a little bit farther and uh, keep, in, you know, keep in line with that, that again, what I call uh, cheap money. So we're gonna shift gears now, uh, we're gonna, Start talking about the hard money uh, because it's very, very important that you understand this concept. Hard money really takes us a long, long way with what we do as investors, as real estate investors, as as members at Lifestyles Unlimited. Uh, just real quick, if you have any questions today, the number is 855-497-4335. Again, 855-497-4335 or send me an email to askandy at luinc.com. When we start talking about hard money, I want to kind of reference a deal I did. Um, it's been a while. I guess it was early 2016. This was actually a house that was rent ready. In fact, it had a, a tenant in place. It was owned by a California investor and they were unloading their portfolio. So they they were listing the, on the open market. This was on the MLS as well. They had it listed for a very significant uh, uh, price uh, reduction, I guess. Um, but it was it was in good shape. This is a deal that I could have gone in, uh, purchase price was 80K. I could have gone in straight conventional, right? At the time I would, would be putting 25% down just due to the, the loan count that I had. So I wanna give you a quick number. That down payment on an 80K purchase would have been $20,000 right out the door, right? Just going straight conventional, add some closing costs on top of that. Uh, we did about $6,700 in uh, repairs, just you know minor cosmetic stuff and a little bit of plumbing, some trim stuff on the outside. But um, total total out of pocket would have been close to 30K if I had gone the straight conventional route. Now I went the hard money route. And as we talk through the hard money process, when we get to the end of that, I'll tell you what the numbers looked like by comparison. So you really understand the difference. So there are times when you will absolutely just go the straight conventional route, no spread, right? It, it, hard money doesn't make sense. It's it's fully rent ready. There's no room to do those two closes. There are other times 
and let's get into the meat here, where you absolutely have to do hard money or some form of private money. And when and why would we go this route? Well, a number of reasons, okay? Number one, speed, right? We just talked about the FHFA putting this adverse uh, market refinance fee into place because they see what's coming in terms of foreclosures. Well, let's say you're in a race to the finish line trying to buy that house from a, a seller, from a homeowner that's in trouble and you wanna get it off of their hands before they actually hit the close, the finish line in terms of foreclosure. Well, speed is key. You gotta move fast. You don't have time to sit around and wait 30, 45 days, right? Notice requirements here in the state of Texas, I believe it's 21 days notice um, on, you know, published that you're headed for foreclosure homeowner. So you can't wait 30 days. That, that, that clock's already long since ticking, right? So speed is key condition, right? A lot of the houses that we're buying um, do need some work. Right, I've, I've walked a number of houses where people, I don't know, they had pets. Started getting a little stinky in there, so they pull up the carpets. They think that's gonna help the house sell. Well, what that immediately does is make it no longer qualify for conventional lending, at least uh, backed by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Maybe, maybe there's a broken window, that disqualifies the property. Maybe the foundation's out of whack, that certainly disqualifies it. Bad roof, right, you, you get the picture. Any of these things are gonna make us no longer qualified to go that straight conventional route with those conforming loans. So we're gonna look at hard money, that's another reason. Now I hear the music kicking on, we're gonna head into a break. You're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, and when we come back, we're gonna dive into and wrap up this conversation on hard money, so stay tuned. Talk 1370, the right choice. Warning, listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life. We will teach you how to create wealth and passive income so you can be financially free. And now, back to your host. Welcome back to the show. This is Andy Webb, and we are in our final segment. If you've got questions, I've still got some time to squeeze you in. The number here is 855-497-4335. And again, we're talking financing today, um, in part because I, I hear from a lot of people, man, I just don't have the cash. I, I can't do this. I can't do what you're doing. And a lot of that concern, that fear, I would classify that as a fear, comes down to, I think, a lack of knowledge, a lack of understanding of the the sundry options that are really out there. Um, you know, may, maybe you don't have the cash to go out there and be that cash buyer that's buying up all that property, all cash. Um, very bad way to go, right? You're not going to get as far, right, with your with your resources. Um, so we, so we look to financing, right? We look to using other people's money. We look to leveraging to get into these deals. And among other things, it, it makes our returns a heck of a lot better. But with limited or less cash capital into a, a given deal, we're able to do that next one sooner. And, and again, after that, sooner. And amass, right? Accrue those properties faster and create that cash flow. And it's that cash flow, right, that we talk about that gives us the financial freedom. So you so you really want to focus on being able to, to move as quickly as you can. And I would encourage you to move as quickly as you can right now if you are planning to do any sort of a, a refinance, uh, especially if you're like me, looking to pull some cash out of a, an existing property uh, because the Federal Housing Finance Agency, they are uh, leveraging a 
uh, half a percent, or excuse me, yeah, 50 basis point uh, adverse market refinance fee that will take effect uh, December 1st of this year. So you got some time. Initially, they planned on doing that September 1. There was a ton of pushback, happily, thankfully, right? Um, and so they have now delayed that. Maybe they'll delay it again. Maybe they'll just cancel it all together, but I don't know. So get squeeze that in now if you if you were planning on doing that. Now, we talked about getting into a rental property uh, using just going straight conventional just putting that down payment down and taking over that property now we're talking about getting in with hard money why when do we use hard money well we, we already talked about two reasons number one is speed we got to close fast if you're picking up deals from wholesalers typically you have a very short fuse right very short timeline so you've got to close fast we did a deal we looked at the house closed on it three days later a number of years ago uh, hard money allows you to do that it's basically private money right um, it's like you got a, a big checkbook in your in your pocket it's like you're that cash buyer almost right but we're leveraging and we're going a lot farther as a result so you, you, you got to address speed or you're addressing the condition sometimes it's both Often it's both, you know. So if the property's not in, in good shape, you're not gonna be able to go with that straight conventional uh, route, um, uh, as it were. So speed and condition, and, and then finally, you know, with the appropriate spread, you're gonna have, simply put, you're gonna have less cash into the deal, right? I gave you an example of a house we picked up uh, early in 2016. It was listed on the MLS. It was another investor. Their residents were moving out. Uh, they were unloading their full portfolio, in fact, out of out of state investor, moving on to other things, as it were. Um, we could have gone straight conventional on that property. We had about $6,700 in um, in uh, repairs, you know, minor stuff um, to do. Uh, so if we had gone straight conventional, we would have put 25% down in our case. That's 20K out the door plus 6,700 plus closing costs. We would have been around 30K out of pocket. Instead, we took hard money. So we, we, we took on two closings, right? So the process generally looks like this. You go, you look at the house, you work up your sc scope of work with your contractor or your do-it-yourself. There's a good class coming up at Lifestyles Unlimited, in fact, on putting a scope of work together later in, this, in, the, in, in September. And... Um, you put that together, you figure out what the value of the house is going to be after you've done those repairs, and you figure that out by running comps, by looking at the neighborhood, right? Um, understanding that, yes, it may be selling for 80 right now, but when I do these minor cosmetic things, it's going to be worth 104. In fact, that's the number that we thought, that's the number that the hard money appraiser that went out there to look at the property for our hard money lender, that's the number that they put on the property, in fact. So we had about a 24K spread there. Um, and on that basis, you're going to get a loan. And most hard money lenders nowadays are lending on rental projects anywhere from 75% to maybe even 80%. Okay, so you do your work. Some of that, that repair cost may be covered in the loan. Again, it's going to depend on how much of a spread you have between your purchase price and that, that, that after repair value, that, that value after you've fixed it up. Because again, that's what they're lending based off of, right? Um, and on that basis you're going to get the house fixed up, right? You're gonna get it rent ready. You're gonna then do your refinance, <clears throat> excuse me. And here's where perhaps this, you know, you might think about this federal housing finance agency fee that's gonna, gonna that's coming down the pike. Now I will tell you, if, if you're doing a good deal, it, $700 isn't gonna break it. Keep keep moving forward, right? It's, it's gonna hurt, but you're gonna recoup that in a couple months worth of cash flow. So keep buying with hard money and, and then doing that, that what we call a rate and term refinance. You're, you're basically shifting from that high interest rate hard money and it is a higher interest rate, right? It may be 10, 12, 14%. 
and you know you've got your origination fees and all that good stuff um, and it's a very short term it may be six months it may be 12 months it may be 18 months so you're you're, you're shifting from that high rate and you're shifting from that shorter term into that 30-year uh, cheap money right that Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac is sponsoring for us and uh, getting a much lower interest rate I, I, I talked to my lender we're seeing rates you know four percent maybe lower uh, on on rental houses, a lot's going to come down to your credit. It's going to come down to the size of the loan. Actually, higher loans going to get you a little bit lower rate sometimes. Um, and then on the back end, right, you got this great asset for much less cash into the deal. Now, in our example that, that I'm talking about, this house that we picked up back in 2016, instead of having 30k in the deal after we went through two closes, right, two closes, uh, we wound up just fifteen thousand dollars in this particular deal. So it saved us you know, at 50% off of what we would have otherwise paid. So tr tremendous. If I can find another deal exactly like that, well, I've just picked up two houses instead of one. And that's why you use hard money, right? You use it for the speed. You use it to address the condition. In this case, this house didn't have any problems, right? It was just a little bit outdated. But the spread was there because that, that seller wanted to get out of it in a hurry for whatever project they had as an investor coming up right uh, on, on, on their table. So we took advantage of that. And again, a lot of times the houses truly need work. I picked up a, I was again, looking through some of the, the emails I get from the realty team. And a lot of, most of them have to go hard money because there is some work needed. You know, we're in Texas, the soil, the soil moves. And uh, because of that, you know, we have foundation problems. And again, that's something a lot of people are afraid of. I will have a foundation uh, a company on with me here in a couple of weeks. Um, and we'll talk about foundations. You know, the first house we fixed up had, I think we had to put in 30 some odd peers. It was scary as heck because we never, I didn't know anything about it before, but we learned about it. We got educated, right? And that helped us overcome that fear. We learned about the financing. We learned about hard money and understood how we can really leverage that spread. The fact that we're able to buy these properties due to that poor condition, due to the fact that the seller needs to sell in a hurry because they're headed for foreclosure, right? And, and get in for much less cash into the deals. We, 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 we came to understand that and that fear of hard money, that fear of that, oh my gosh, 12%, 14% interest. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? That, that went away. You're in that, let me, let me just address that. You're in that loan for such a short period of time. It's irrelevant. It, it really is. You get in, you get the house fixed and get out. Don't sit in that loan for a year. There's no reason to. You should be in there for a very short period of time. And if you're operating correctly, if you're operating as we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited, you will be in and out, have that thing rented and moving on to the next one. Maybe doing two parallel, maybe doing three at a time. Which takes me back to our cash buyer. If you insist on buying all cash because you feel like that's more conservative, let me tell you, first of all, your, your returns are going to be a lot lower. Your cash on cash return, obviously, because you got more cash in the deal. Your return on equity is going to be a lot lower because you got this huge equity out the door right? And it's not as truly conservative as you think. You know, all your eggs are in that one basket. What happens if something goes wrong with the resident or with the property? You got all your money sitting in that one asset. Spread it around, right? You're better off putting it into five houses instead of, instead of one. You will go a lot farther. That's what it comes down to. 
So just as a, as a wrap-up, um, I mentioned the Realty team a number of times today. Um, I love looking at the deals that they're sending down the pike. There are even some that come with, um, you know, scopes of work attached to them, which helps me understand, right, if it's if it's in the San Antonio market, something I'm learning about, right, helps me understand what's going on down there a little better. I even looked at one uh, that had a nice YouTube video that our realtor went out and shot and attached. You know, it doesn't get better than that. I don't have to get off on my couch to go look at the house. I just watch the video and I can make my own uh, decisions there based on what I'm seeing. Yeah, okay, I do see the foundation. It looks a little wonky based on what the roof is doing on the top line there. I can tell that just from the video, right? I can see the condition of the floors. I can see that, you know, it's got window units, so it must need a new AC. So it's, it's, it's great to have somebody like these realtors on your team because they're going to, you know, they're going to give you a direction. They're going to tell me whether it needs to go with hard money or straight conventional. That helps me you know, formulate my decision uh, out the door as well. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to get ed educated. I want you to build your team, get realtors like we have on your team, get your financing lined up, right? Both hard money and, and conventional and go buy a house. And if you don't know where to start, start with Lifestyles Unlimited. Go check out our free workshop. Go to freeworkshoplivestream.com and learn more, right? We'll, we'll tell you what we do at Lifestyles Unlimited. We'll talk about that 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 single family model. We'll talk about the multifamily model as well. You'll learn some more of the lingo, you'll learn some more about financing and that sort of thing, and just get an idea if this is something for you or not, and dispel some of those fears. Hey, this is Andy Webb. You're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I thank you for listening today, and remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. You have a good day. Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. Join us next time. And until then, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.